Thank you for listening to the First Christian Church Sunday Sermon Podcast. Here you will be able to listen to all of our Sunday morning sermons. Be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so you don't miss a sermon. Enjoy today's message. We're in our second week of a three-week series called Screen Time, but I almost called this series Screen Saver because I love technology. I just want you to know that. I like the upgrades, I like the changes, I like things easier and faster, and I just kind of like that. I'm kind of nerdy that way. Maybe you are too. But as we look at, at what is happening in our culture and in our, our lives, technology may be moving so fast that we don't realize what is happening to us. And we're kind of just sucked in, and it infiltrates, and it, and it permeates what we do and how we respond to each other, and we don't even realize it. And so the key verse of this series, or the key verses of this series, is Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. And remember, Paul writes to this pagan culture, and he's encouraging them to, to be in Christ, to live differently. And he says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you might discern, or you may discern, what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So, so even though we're in the world and we love our technology, don't be conformed to that technology. Now, when Paul was writing this, Rome was a pagan culture and there was all kinds of idolatry. There were all kinds of temples, and you could go down any street in Rome, and you could buy your own God and take it home and worship it. And we think that's kind of an antiquated idea today. We don't buy anything and bow down to it, do we? Or do we? And Paul was calling them in Romans chapter 1, verses 21 through 23, if you have your tablets or your phones, or even a hardcover Bible, if they still exist. He writes and says, For although they knew God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks to Him, but they became futile in their thinking, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God, immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals. And creeping things. See, what they were doing, they were making an exchange from the God of all the universe to idols, to things that wouldn't satisfy, that, that had no meaning, they were vanity, they were empty, they could not deliver on what they promised. And the question I want to ask you today is, is that true about us today? Are we exchanging some things for our relationship with God? 
And I've been turning to technology in this screen time series and asking, are we conformed or are we transformed? Did you know that 68% of us will not leave our cell phone at home? That if we forget it, we'll go back and get it, right? Have we done that before? Because we might miss a text, we might miss a phone call, we might miss a message. 68%. More, I I can't say 90%, but most of us, our technology is not more than an arm's length away at any time. At any time, 24-7, it's that far and only that far away. Now, teenagers, you may feel like I'm picking on you, but, but you've grown up in a time where this has always existed and you think it's an appendage. You think of it as an attachment to your body. And I'm not making this up. Just have your parents threaten to take it away from you, and how do you respond? It's like an amputation. Now, believe it or not, when I was growing up, and yes, it was a long, long time ago, in, in a time almost forgotten, didn't even exist. We had to go to a, what was that called? A phone booth. Something that Superman climbed into and changed clothes, believe it or not. It was big enough. Try to, excuse me, try to find a phone booth today. It won't happen. But, but that is how this technology has impacted our culture. Now, I love it. I wouldn't want to do without it. And at the same time, folks, we just need to be aware. So I have a few questions I want to ask you, and I want you to think about yourself, not about your spouse, not about your child, about you alone. This is self, a time of self-awareness. First question, what do I consistently sacrifice my time for? And if God were to ask you, hey, I would like, if I, I'm not God, but if, if God were to ask you, I would like for you to spend some more time with me. How about spending some more time praying to me? If he would say that to you, most of us would respond with, I'd like to pray more, but I'm just a little bit busy. Now, I had a young person last week after I I preached the first sermon in this series, and she came up to me, she was about college age, And she said, I didn't even know about screen time. I checked my phone, and I found out how much I use, and I'm embarrassed about how much time I spend. Now, if we have that much time to spend, let me just tell you that if you have a cell phone, you probably pick it up an average of 80,000 times a year. Do you believe that? And... That averages out to be about once every four minutes. Now, folks, that's a lot of time. Now, I tell you that 
for me, Facebook is sort of like a rabbit hole that if I get on because of the algorithms, it will, it will take me to places because uh, I'll like things and then they know what I like and then they'll send me more of the stuff I like and then, then, then I'm lost in space and time just stops. And that's a rabbit hole that this last week, remember, I, I challenged you to detox yourself and nobody is grading you but, but yourself and to compare your screen time or your pie time if you're an Android user and try to reduce it in some way to detox yourself. Do you remember that? Somebody's looking at, at each other and, and, and you're not remembering that from last week, are you? Anyway, that was the challenge. How did you do? Number two, what's the first thing you think about when you get up in the morning, and what's the last thing you think about when you fall asleep at night? And the last thing I typically do is I charge my phone and my watch and my tablet, and they're all within arm's length, and they are my alarm clock. So what do I do in the morning? That's the first thing I tap. Is that that way for you? And, and, and you know, for me, what I do is, you know, I pick those things up, and I get the tablet, and I get a cup of coffee, and I know I'm not going to get into the bathroom at our house for a while because my wife's got it. And so I, I take that cup of coffee, <clears throat> and I get on version, and I spend some time in the Word and in prayer. But, but the temptation with, with our technology is that it's, first of all, it's novelty candy, it's novelty candy. You know, what's occurred, what's interesting, what's outside the box, what's the algorithm sending to me? It's also ego candy because if you're on Facebook or on Twitter or on Instagram, how many likes and how many comments have I had overnight? Am I important? Does anybody care about me? How many friends do I have? And then third, entertainment candy. I mean, I mean, we have streaming that can go on and on and on now with Netflix and, and, and social media. I mean, you can, you, can, you can spend all day. I have a grandchild that, that, that loves the tablet, and we have to tear it away from her. Hey, we're here. You know, give me the tablet because I want to talk to you. Entertainment candy. David wrote in Psalms chapter 5, verse 3, he says, Oh, Lord, in the morning you hear my, my voice. In the morning I prepare a sacrifice for you and watch. God wants us to meet him, to spend some time, to set the tone for the day. version is a great way. Just a, a Bible through the year program. I, I, I've done that for 30 years. Just a way to consistently walk with him. And, and I want to challenge you to turn your heart toward God first. Third question, where do I turn for comfort when I am hurting? Where do I turn for comfort? Now, for, for some of us, my temptation is to eat. Anything chocolate, ice cream, stuff like that, high carbs. For some of us, it's Facebook. What is going on? It's social media. For, for some of it, it's HSN. 
It's Home Shopping Network or Amazon.com. And we just browse and we look and we buy and we seek comfort in that way. But where do we go? Do we, we, we go to the uh, God of all comfort or do we seek comfort in other ways? And when you're under stress, what I've, I've learned over the last few years is my friends that have addictions, they go to those addictions. And it's really, really scary because it takes them back into a pattern of behavior that's very, very dangerous. And I'm talking illegal drugs and abuse of alcohol and other, other things. And that's, you know, it breaks my heart. But they turn to that instead of the God of all comfort. Question number four. Where do I turn for direction when I'm confused? Where do I turn for direction? In Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, this is what God calls us to. He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. The, the question is, do we go to God first, or do we Google it? Now, I Google a lot of things, and I YouTube a lot of things. And when I'm trying to fix something, if I don't understand it, I YouTube it. Because it saves a lot of time, because I tear up a lot of stuff. And I think that's okay. But, but look at these questions. The first one, best blank for me. Might be the best hairstyle for me. Obviously, I didn't Google it. The best job for me, the best career for me, the best fashion for me. And the other question, which this best blank for me question has increased 60% on Google. Now, the, the second question has gone up 80%. Should I, you know, have bangs? You know, I've been wrestling with that for a while. Should I go out on a date with him or her? Should I go to work today? <clears throat> and most of us would say, yes. And there's all other, there's all kinds of other things that we could ask that should I question. But the thing is, like, like what should I do with my life? And, and God, what should I do about this? Should be the questions. Or God, what is the best for me? And instead of, hey God, it's, hey Siri. And that's kind of scary, isn't it? Because that, to me, that is idolatry right there. When we're seeking other things, we are think, seeking man's word instead of God's word, for the direction of our life. That is scary, folks. Romans 12.2 says, Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing you may, what? Discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Did you hear that? What? To discern what is the will of God. Only God knows. God wants to be a part of of that directional guidance system for your life. He has a perfect plan. 
He has an acceptable plan. He has a plan he's created you for. That's where we should go. Number five. <clears throat> where do I turn for satisfaction when I feel empty? Where do I turn for satisfaction when I feel empty? <clears throat> Again, can, would we go to social media? Would we text someone? Would we go to Pinterest? Would we go shopping? Would we binge watch Netflix? Where do we go? What do we do? Or do we go to God? Because all those other things will not satisfy. Now, got got to ask you this question. And my first service wasn't really with me in this in this uh, on this topic this morning. They're, they're uh, not as text oriented or text savvy. And I and I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm. What do I want to say? I think that's good in, in a lot of ways. But for us that deal with technology a lot, the question of, of where do I turn for satisfaction when I feel empty, have you ever been let down by your technology? Have you ever had your GPS on with your phone and you were looking for somewhere and it misdirected you completely the wrong place and your battery went out and you were out in nowhere and you're in trouble? Have you ever texted the wrong person thinking that they were, you were texting your spouse and you had to apologize for your text? Ever done that? Have you ever accidentally liked someone on Facebook after you were kind of looking at their post for the last four years and you liked something that was four years old? And, and all of a sudden, after you liked it, you realized you couldn't take it back? Or you tried to? And, and, and you thought maybe they saw you? There, there's a lot of ways that technology fails, but God never fails us. Number six, where do I turn for validation when I feel insecure? Where do I turn for validation? Psalm 37.4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. What do we delight in? And, and I have to have that check and balance in my own life, as you do as well. But, but this delight is what we take pleasure in. And, and, and hopefully, you're here this morning and you take pleasure in worshiping God and praising Him. We could get caught up in all the distractions and we could be too busy to be still and to be silent before the Lord. Luke chapter 10, Jesus and his disciples show up at Lazarus's house. It's a big event. Mary and Martha, Lazarus's sisters, were there. Had to feed all these guys. Martha was a doer. Mary was a sitter. And, and Martha was looking at Jesus as he was teaching. And he said, Jesus, she said, Jesus, help me out. I need my sister's help in the kitchen. And Jesus said, hey, she's doing the most important thing. She's sitting at my feet and taking it all in. 
Folks, that's what we need in our lives. More technology isn't better for us. It's killing us. And see, instead of turning to the God who holds the whole world in his hands, we're turning to a God that we can hold in our hands, and it will never fulfill us. It will never satisfy us. And if you think about all of these questions that I've asked this morning, there can easily be one answer, if you think about it. The answer is Jesus alone. He can fulfill us. He can satisfy us. He can take care of all our needs. He can guide us and direct us. But we have to turn our hearts toward him. Now, last week I gave you the detox challenge. And this week, the challenge is this. I want you, should you accept this mission, I want you to create a be present box. A be present box. And basically, it could be a basket, it could be a shoe box, and I want you to take your technology, whatever you might sit at your table or out at the dinner, at wherever you are, maybe place it in your wife's or spouse's purse, or if you carry a purse, I'm not going to say anything, put it in your purse and just set it away from you and, and disconnect and connect with that person that you are with, eye to eye, voice to voice, and talk. And that, that you might even have to shut off your phone because if you have it on vibrate, it might be tempting. For me, I'd have to turn off my watch because it vibrates, it pulses, and, and tells me when I have a text. But give undivided attention to that person. I don't know. I mean, for, for some of you, 15 minutes would be a long time. I would challenge you to go for an hour, at least an hour a day, and disconnect and, and relate to the people around you. That's the challenge this morning. Would you please stand as I close in prayer? Father God, we indeed thank you. And, and Father, as we think about idolatry, the only cure is our heart's repentance and acknowledge our sin and say, Father, please forgive me for spending so much time and not spending time with you. Father, we don't want to feel guilty, but sometimes that guilt is telling us, hey, there's a problem in my heart and in my life, and that we need your help in this transformation process. We don't want to be conformed to the world. We want to be transformed by you through your spirit, through your power, through your word. And Father, we want to look to you as the God in our lives and no other gods before you. Father, I just ask this, and I pray for deliverance for your people, for myself, that we would not be dependent on anything else but you. And we just pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Will you come this morning?